Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. The long evenings, picnics out of the boot of the car, ice cream by the seaside, summer days, you cannot beat them. I know you might think we're well into June looking at the weather forecast out the window today, but our Summer Memory Series returns here to Lunchtime Live this afternoon where we just bring in, chat to some well-known and familiar voices and faces to reminisce about those long summer days. And uh, first up this year, it's comedian Emma Dorn. Good afternoon. Hello, how are you? Good. Listen, thanks for coming in to us. Thanks for having me. Yeah. the I know you wouldn't think we're in the summer just yet, but yes. is just for you, first of all, I know we're, we're here to chat about summer's gone by, but mm-hmm. is this a busy time for you, work-wise? Um, yes and no. So I'm kind of like, I've just finished the first part of a tour and then I'll be going into festivals. So it'll be like the comedy festivals and the music festivals. So they're all completely different. Sometimes with the music festival, it's a case of people happening upon the comedy tent. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. looking for a sausage roll and they find comedy. Just, just <laughs> want to chill out sometimes too, take a break and from then it And the Ivy Gardens Festival, that's like our, that's Comedian's Christmas. You know what I mean? So, yeah. that's so it's like a busy a, time because yeah, there's obviously yeah, so many is. festivals on in the summer. There's a so. lot of festivals, yeah. yeah. Before your professional career obviously took mm-hmm. off, bring us back to um, early childhood for Emma, on your yes. first summer memory? Well, I think my first summer memory, or definitely my first time going abroad, we went to Hollyhead for the day. Lovely. So, uh, I've said this to a few people, people have been like, yes, we did this as well. You get up at about three or four in the morning. Yeah, but there's novelty to that. Oh, When you were a kid, that's amazing. The excitement. We were going to a different country. <laughs> get about three or four, you head off. You go out on the ferry and you're in Hollyhead for about 20 minutes and you try and get souvenirs. I think there's a photograph of us beside a monument and then you lure you back onto the ferry. But fantastic. Yeah. There's one photograph and I remember it so vividly. I was like, oh my God, we're going, we're going abroad. For a day. For the day. For the day. So you were literally off the ferry, out of the car. <laughs> oh, we didn't have the car. A few we're souvenirs. On foot, so we're even slower. But it was very exciting because before that, hadn't been in a different country or anything like that. Lots of trips to the beach. Lots of pictures of us on the beach wearing woolly jumpers. <laughs> Classic Irish summer. I know, yeah. But um, I think Hollyhead was, that was the big one at the time for me, definitely. Your best summer holiday? My best summer holiday, I think I went to New York with my mom when I was about 14. So that was proper. Yeah, that was proper abroad. Yeah, that was proper abroad. And she had cousins over there. So um, as any good Irish person would, she started reconnecting with them. <laughs> as you do. <laughs> Fairly lively. And uh, yeah, it was fantastic because it was the first time I'd been somewhere where culturally I felt like I knew a lot about it already. And it is pretty much like... The t- on yeah. the TV that's what yeah. it looks like and then we went to a cousin out in um, Connecticut and uh, we stayed with them but at the time it's so funny looking back I was a crafty teenage smoker and I had robbed one of my mum's cigarettes to go out and try and have a I was like totally ditched cigarettes and I got stopped by a police officer and from watching Those American days. TV I thought this is it now Yeah, I'm going to prison I'm getting 25 years this life yeah Life, he's gonna say freeze, but he was actually he was warning me about a raccoon in the area that had rabies. 
So I was relieved with that news. I was yeah. like, oh. Imagine. It's um it's funny when you look back, you know, on summer memories, how they can change over the years. Where where do you fall in the house? Are you I'm the youngest. You're the youngest, okay. Yeah, so I probably have um they would tell me I've better memories than my brothers. But like we didn't really go abroad. We didn't do like the Spain and Portugal holidays or anything like that. Um so the ones that we did do, there's big memories. Like we did it through a few trips to Waterford. And we'd be, the three of us, I have two older brothers and we'd be in the back of the car and I'm in the middle because I'm the smallest and they need all the leg room (laughs) and they're there with their disc mans and we went and stayed in the house for two weeks because you know the way now people go away it's like five days or it's the week. Back then, everyone went for two weeks Well, there was just a summer holiday. There wasn't like multiple city breaks or, you know. And we went and stayed in this house that had no television and we played Down like charades and my brothers were listening to like Nirvana and therapy and stuff like it was <laughs> rough. Was the Dublin, you know, seaside trips, were they a big part of your your summers over the Where in Dublin are you So are you I'm in Raffarnham. Okay. Um, yes. Oh God, I'm not, sorry, now it's all coming back to me. We would have gone to like British and stuff like that. Day out at the beach. There was a few trips to Wexford and then now I'm thinking, of course, my best friend when I was growing up when I was a teenager, her parents had a mobile home in Court Town. So I got in on that. Yeah. The summer before I went into sixth year. And then, of course, <laughs> I got pregnant. So I'm like, that's the most memorable summer holiday. I went down to Court Town and lost my mind. It was the freedom of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Court Town is Costa del Sol for dubs in Ireland. Do you find looking back on your childhood, Emma, that and even the kind of, you know, those, the real innocent summer memories that, that we all have, like, yeah. does that form part now of your comedy in, in any way? Do you find you br- try to bring a little bit of that in on yes. reflection? Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely do uh, talk about it or I suppose like kind of comparing what it's like for, say, my daughter's generation growing up and then how like savvy they are and like the fact, the fact that she has the internet at her fingertips just yeah. amazes me. But um, yeah, I do. I think when you start delving into it all, you think, I mean, I'm sure my kids would be delighted with a day trip to Hollyhead, but <laughs> who would yeah. have the energy walk next Walk off, like, walk off the ferry to, and back. I have to say, fair play to the moms of that generation. I know. Do you know what I mean? It was a lot, like, I, but we were also much more content with like the smaller things, you know, the, the day trip yes. here and the one night break summer was just, it was incredible. Whereas like now we would just, we just do that on but multiple I, occasions. I was only saying in my comedy reasoning that like the marriage ban 1973 was gotten rid of. Like that's not that long no, ago. No, it's not, I know. Like, do you know, there was a lot of kind of standing in the kitchen praying to St. Anthony to find the lost period kind of a vibe in Ireland for a long time. <laughs> do you know? Your, your best or worst summer job? Were you a summer job person? Yes, I've had oh, I've had a lot of jobs. Um, I think the worst one, or like definitely the busiest, I worked in a chipper in Court Town, beside the nightclub, and I worked there on leaving cert results night as oh, well. Wow. So, you know the way when you order your chipper or whatever now, and you get the wrong order. I'm very understanding of that because there's so many things on a chipper menu you can't possibly I know. remember them. I don't know the difference between a quarter pounder and like 
what what are the I don't even know what the burgers are called. So I would just give people whatever. Yeah. It was so, like it was insanity. It's like that was bad. And you don't get any tips in a chipper. I think the jobs where you get tips, that's okay. Like I worked in a pub before the tips were pretty good. That was kind of boom time. Yeah. Different era. But post yes. n- post nightclub anyway, dealing with the public is just absolutely I just horrendous. Tried, I just put some sort of food in a brown bag and kind of hope for the best. And there was never any complaints. Some got a raw deal, yeah, yeah. others there delighted. There was never any yeah. complaints. The Gale Tucked, was that on your summer agenda? Yes. Oh, big time. I went to the Gale Tucked before going into third year to prep myself for the big junior search. Mm. Where'd you go? We went to, uh, it was Clash to Yosef in Connemara. Okay. Did the three weeks and amazingly, like there for three weeks, managed to avoid learning any Irish <laughs> at all. Went purely for the lads. Yeah. And I fell in love with this guy from uh, Limerick because I'd never met boys from places like Limerick and stuff. And I was absolutely mad from, but he got sent home for speaking, he got caught speaking English. To you? to me yeah, I think it was <laughs> he had no he was my perfect type at the time because he had absolutely no interest in me do you know like as a 15 year old that was kind of what my um, my taste in men was but like I'd say if there's anyone now worried about their kids going to like the Grail Hawk don't like it's, it's basically Love Island that's what it a is a much more innocent rural version of it <laughs> I love I absolutely love the Grail Hawk and then we did a big reunion in Stevens Green with all like you know Later in the summer. Later in the summer. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. If you won the lotto, where is your dream holiday destination? Um, I love these ridiculous questions. Yeah. I don't know about <laughs> destination, but you know, like the kind of places you see on Instagram where they open their bedroom door and there's like a pool. Yeah, the Maldives like you, or something. Yeah, like you just step into the pool and you've got like masseuse and you're looking at pictures and there's no filter on them. Everyone looks gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, I'd have to get a bit of an L spray tan just for the pictures before I'd go. But I think somewhere like that where it would be pure relaxation, indulgence. So I think I'm going to have to wait a while because I'm like, I have kids. So, do you know what I mean? One day. But that's that's what that's what dreaming about winning the lotto is. Yeah, a place like that. I know, yeah. on, the, I know on the ads for the lotto, they're mad for people getting water slides. I don't know what <laughs> that's about. But the hol- yeah, Maldives, I think that'd be... On your agenda. Yeah. Who are you bringing with you on this holiday? Do you have a favourite person to holiday with? No. Do you know what I would do? I would, if we're talking like absolute dream, I'd go on my own. I would go really, on yeah. my own. Yeah. Enjoy your own company or you just want a break? I just enjoy my own company. Yeah. I would like, I would love to go on my, ah, I'm getting giddy thinking about it. Going on my own to the Maldives. Why, why, why on your own? Just to, just not to have to do what you want. Just do what I want. Just yeah. be on my own. Just not. Yeah. I would really like that. I'm sure your Maybe. family are delighted by you. <laughs> Three kids. Maybe if I could have them for a few days yeah. and then there was a reason why I had to stay there. Maybe I was, could I be doing comedy gigs in the Maldives or something? Could why I? not, yeah. Listen, if you win the lotto, you can, you can yeah, all dream, yeah. Emma. You can yeah, do whatever you want. Like that. <laughs> I think a couple of days by myself would be nice. Holiday romance beyond uh, your... Getting pregnant. Your, um, <laughs> I was going to say the, the, the Gale talk. I love a holiday romance. I love, like, come on, I love anything with, a, like, a couple of obstacles in the way. That's my buzz completely. So I think any time I've, oh, well, I have, like, I've done this as well. 
I think the classic thing to do when you're growing up is pretend that you had a holiday romance. I was pretty good at that as well. Like I went to the Isle of Man with my dad before. We like to keep it quite close. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I went to the Isle of Man and there was a boy staying in the, the hotel, the guest house or whatever that we were in. And I played a pill with him a couple of times, right? The story that I went home and told <laughs> that this fellow was my boyfriend, that he was from Scotland. So there's been, there has been a few holiday romances, but the majority of them have been kind of embellished. Yeah. You know, because there was a lot of pressure not to be a frigid when I was growing up. Like, you'd have to have kissed somebody. So most people's first kisses are imaginary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally just a made up... Uh... Yeah, made up series of events that yeah, happened yeah, totally, yeah. over a few hours in, in Hollyhead. Do you have three items you cannot holiday without? Like what are your must-haves for holidays? Well, I think the major thing is factor 50. I know that's kind of like boring, but I am transparent. So even when it's been warm at the moment and everyone's been like, oh my God, it's amazing. It's not so nice. I'm kind of smiling through gritted teeth because I am not good in the heat at all. So probably factor 50 a fan. A, a fan? Yeah, yeah. A paper one and a handheld fan. Right. <laughs> and then I would say my phone, not for like my social media stuff, but for my Google Maps because I just no have sense of direction. no like sense you. of direction yeah. whatsoever. So if Google Maps is gone, I'm not leaving the room. Yeah, I can't I'm a little cope. bit like that. I'm 10 years in Dublin and I still rely on Google Maps to find my way around. It's terrible. Like. I live here and I still don't. <laughs> Do you have a holiday song, a favourite holiday song and what, what does it remind you of? Holiday song. So I did pick one but I, f- I find it so hard to pick one song. Like even when I was coming in here today I was listening to Southern Nights by Glenn Campbell. So I have an eclectic mix of music that I like. But I think Kesha TikTok because it's just oh, so amazing. cheesy. Yeah, summary. It's kind of a brunch. It's, it was kind of a brunchy song with the girls. You know what I mean? Well, seeing as you, seeing as that's your favorite holiday song, we'll have to wrap up the show okay. this afternoon with that. But Emma, listen, it's been a, it's been a pleasure. Before Thanks, we Mel. do, though, you're playing um, Waterford, isn't it? Yes, I'm in Waterford, the uh, Theatre Royal there, and then in Vicar Street as well in September. Um, so it's available. Yeah, I finished the tour, and so this is like kind of the ankle of the tour. Well, listen, Emma, total pleasure to have you in the studio with us this afternoon. Appreciate your time. Uh, Comedian Emma Doran will leave you with her favourite, well, one of her favourite summer memories. We'll chat though. Lunchtime Live midday on Monday. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.